everybody, it's Christian. Before the episode begins, due to a technical issue, we do not have a recording of POTS this week, but we will be back next week covering the same topic we did. It was just the fall preview, so we will just run through the fall preview once again. Probably have some impressions on some games that came out between last recording that you're listening to right now, or about to, and next week. So, no POTS this week. We'll be back. Sorry again. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joy Clicks Games Cast. This is episode 84 for October. We're recording it on the 6th, but it's your normal Friday release. I'm your host, Christian Buckley, joined as always back to the land of the living, back from the dead in this horror month of October, the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz. I almost didn't make it, man. I almost didn't make it, man. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, I think you probably read what I posted. Yes. Uh, about like the actual detail of it on mm-hmm. that specific Wednesday afternoon when uh, mm-hmm. we were we were gonna record games cast and I was like nah you know I don't think I can mm-hmm. uh, yeah man like th- tonsils swollen throats closing is not fun it was not fun but 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 we here we alive we we made it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. for for better or for worse you know what I'm saying Christian you know what I'm saying like who knows you know maybe it was my time you know and I just dodged the bullet you know. I mean, we got a lot of games coming out this fall, and you're capital G gamer, you know. So you got you got a lot ahead for you this fall. So thank God you're still here. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, Mm. absolutely. Uh, But yeah, it's been a couple weeks. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Been uh, chilling, playing some games, working hard. You know, booked and busy. Both are. I feel like both of us. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's been cool. It's been good. It's been good. It's been great. It's been great. How are you, good sir? How are you? Uh, doing good, fitting for October. Uh, I found the largest spider of my life in my room yesterday, so that was a a moment. So how how big we talking? It was at least. Have you ever seen the size of a dollar coin? Yes. It, it, yes. it so it's yeah. larger than a quarter. Uh, it was probably like okay. if if you took four quarters and made a square out of them, it was probably that big. Yeah. No, that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. No. Hell no, hell no. But it's no, October, sir. so no, I was I'm like, on the well, third that's a big floor, spider so... before I killed it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the third floor, so I only get, like, flying bugs, sure. you know? I don't, I don't, you usually get the crawlers around here, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's always a good time, it's always a good time. But it's now not hot anymore in Arizona. We're, we're getting down to that, to those, uh you know, high be like a 91, lows mm-hmm. like a 60, whatever, you know? Good times, good times. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. Oh, it's funny because it's 70 degrees today in Massachusetts. So, Damn, yeah, that is right, the high end for me. Right now it's 82, and that's like perfect. Like perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Well, we have quite a show ahead of us. We've both been playing a lot of games from new releases to demos of upcoming releases that we will get to. Uh, some interesting rumors to cover, as well as our quarterly look at every game releasing in the next few months. This is the final one for the year, so we'll be doing our hypes and holdups in the end of the show for POTS. But uh, I'm not going to bother with patch notes this week. There's been two weeks worth of headlines. There's a lot going on. Um, we'll say this here. Sorgon Smash. Software update, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Smash. oh my. Let we... We gotta take a second, Christian, to mm-hmm. really break it down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you, you 
uh, you know, have not like let go of the dream, right? But like, oh, I gave I've, up. I fully I, gave up. Okay, fine, fair. Okay, yeah, you've 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 given up on the dream, right? I was I was always holding out for mm-hmm. the fandom because when Persona got into Smash on that Game Awards, that was like a moment, you know. And I just wanted to have that again. And yesterday morning, that was a fucking moment, bro. Like yeah. I I was straight up crying hearing that music swell and and seeing mm-hmm. our boy just come out of that keyhole man you know what i'm saying it was mm-hmm. mm. but as a as a kingdom hearts fan yourself mm-hmm. how does it feel please oh it feels great it uh he looks like he plays very well i'm shocked he like he literally he looks like he plays the way he does in kingdom hearts and i think that's one of the best things that smash always does like they really nail it like his movements his idle animation his three hit combo all of that works incredibly well um the fact that instead of just different colorways like some characters get other characters in smash for their alt skins they do get some some fun stuff sometimes like uh bowser jr instead of different different colorways but it goes through all the koopa kids so like there's precedent for different forms of characters uh the way they tackle it here is that each skin is sora's outfit from kingdom hearts one two dream drop and three which is awesome the other four are his different forms from kingdom hearts two three and a bonus one from two so lots of respect lots of love smash always nails it for the character they're trying to do that for and uh i think it was a really good finale i i did give up until i saw that disney music rumor a couple weeks ago because, like, how do you nail October 5th two, three months ahead of time? Like, it, yeah, it had to have yeah, been real. Yeah. Man. I it It's still, like, I can't believe it happens. You know? Yeah. Like, in a in in an industry where, where we hear so many rumors, we talk about so many leaks and rumors, and they just never, they just never come to fruition, right? Like, you know, uh, like, I think the one that hit... The one that probably hits close home to me, like most recently, was uh, the infamous rumors, right, mm-hmm. leading up to the PS5 showcase, right. But like Sora, like to a degree, like almost felt like one of those things. But then for it to actually happen, yeah, it's still just like damn, you know. So shout out to that, shout out to that, and we're playing through it next year, 20th anniversary, baby. Oh hell yeah, so. long play club. I the other night I was gonna start making the the podcast art for it because. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm I'm fully prepared, fully excited, fully ready to dive into the series again. So, do I do I still only need to buy the all-in-one package? Like, is that going to cover me? Yeah. The only thing that's come out since then is the rhythm game, which the melody of memory thing, right? Yeah. Which like that could yeah. be a fun thing. Is like you already respect the music of Kingdom Hearts, so maybe you'd enjoy that game. It gets pretty cheap now and then, but. For the, the core experience, it's just the all-in-one package. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. down. I'm down. Sora and Smash come in October 18th. Very exciting. Shout out to Cameron Hawkins, by the way. Shout out to Cameron Hawkins. That, oh, hell yeah. That clip. That reaction's fucking awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Very I saw weird. yours, too, as well. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, Good yeah. stuff. Uh, why don't we transition to some games we're playing? We'll stick with Square Enix for a moment and talk about the recent demo for Final Fantasy Origins Stranger in Paradise Demo Version 2. That is the full hashtag, I think. Did, did you see that? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> All caps, too. I respect it, you know. 
I do too. I do too. I do too. You just, you know, scream it at, at, at the top of your lungs every time you say that hashtag. Sure. So, Kevin, this is a slightly different demo that is trying to sell people on this Final Fantasy Souls-like game that was revealed at E3. The demo dropped on PS5 at E3. Since then, I've acquired a next-gen console, and the second demo is out on Xboxes. So I did get a chance to play it. You played this one as well, but you played the first one longer, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think I put in maybe, like, close to, like, four hours in that first demo, right? Just, like, because I really wanted to just, like, understand from a base level, right, one of the few, you know, Soulsborne games that I've had experience in, right? I just really wanted to give it its due time, right, as someone that's brand new to that genre. Um, and I overall, like, end up walking away really ha- – not really happy, but, like, I, I enjoyed my time, you know? I liked it. Um, I, I understood at least the, the appeal, I think, for what, for what they're going for with that demo specifically. Um, but I hopped into the second one yesterday just for, like, 45 minutes, you know, when I saw what they improved on it. Um, it looks – it looks better. I think the environment looks better. It's not uh, a great-looking game, right? I I don't think you could objectively say that, really. Even from, like, the character models to a lot of anti-aliasing and different stuff like that. But, you know, it's the a demo. Art, it is what it is. The yeah. art direction is, like, PS3 vibes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It still has a PS3 type of look to it, for sure. Um, it was a lot worse the first... It was a lot worse. On I can't imagine that because sure. I hated what I saw. I was like, oh, like not even in a, like prom- a fun, charming way. It was just gross. <laughs> I promise. Like it literally looked like a PS3 game on the first demo. This one, it looks kind of like a late gen PS3 game. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe some early PS4 game vibes. But like, that's generous. <laughs> that, but like, yeah, emphasis on maybe. But like, definitely from like a design standpoint definitely is ps3 vibes but so you're you're like definitely not feeling it so as somebody who has played a few souls games um and i love that genre i love that type of approach to combat and world design and everything and i'm a final fantasy fan um i don't think there's ever been a rumor of a game that has had me so hyped and i have crashed so hard when i see what it actually is like Maybe the only thing I can compare this to is coming off of Ghost Recon Wildlands and then seeing Ghost Recon Breakpoint and then trying Breakpoint and then being like, oh, <laughs> never mind. This this feels a little worse, I think, because the initial reveal wasn't good, but we were all kind of like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe this has something to it. I I think I put in, I don't even know if I hit an hour in the demo, but it just feels bad like i don't like the way the world feels i don't like the way things are balanced um i tried playing on hard like hard is the difficulty i ran with because the rumor and the initial report and the reveal was they wanted to make this game feel more accessible for people who haven't had experience with this type of game before and as someone with experience i was like okay i'll just play it on hard because that's probably the default of what I'd be getting from a game like this with no difficulty options and just the weapons i didn't really love either of them or any of the ones i tried like there was the magic thing which i thought was interesting how you have like a little weapon wheel for your magic spells i still but, don't like how that controls like casting a spell 
I don't know. Like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it like whenever I'm trying to do that, it feels like I'm trying to like pat my head and rub my stomach. You know sure. What I'm yeah, I get that. I just yeah. Oh, it, it like I gotta slow down and then okay, water over there. <laughs> but like I can't do that quickly. So I don't know what. Yeah, I would love just like a targeting system on that. Just like a hey, you know, there's like a cone of range, and mm-hmm. uh, you lock onto an enemy, and if they're near enemies, then it'll do area. Of effect damage and just let me cast a spell like that, you know. I mean, I think some of them do that. It's just like you can't really aim specifically the spell. Yeah. It's like if you're locked onto someone, there is some area of effect, but it's not like a cone you can look towards, you know, the way that it isn't yeah. like an MMO or 14 does that, I think. But yeah, man, I think it's. I haven't played many Souls Likes because. Maybe this comes across a little bit biased towards From Software, but I'm like, is it gonna nail it? Is it gonna get what those games are good at? And like Fallen Order is an exception where it feels good enough. I like that approach to combat, but it's not anywhere close to the way I enjoy those other games. And this is like in a different zip code than Fallen Order is. I was not feeling it at all. I hear you. 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 I'm 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 probably a little bit more positive just because of the little experience I have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 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 can be a clear thing that you can say on my part. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm still gonna look out for this game for sure, and like definitely more in the realm of like a Final Fantasy fan, like um, not having played the first game. You know, I'm interested to see how if it if it's a good uh, uh, way to experience the first game in the modern sense as opposed to waiting for like a remake or like a remaster or whatever um mm-hmm. and of course i could just go and play the first final fantasy i'm sure i could do that um but i'm still gonna look out for this game you know i'm see how it is i'm gonna i'm gonna at least at least check out for it i think it's what march 7th i think yeah, i think so yeah and something like that in march yeah yeah i respect how unabashed this game is with its like tone <laughs> i i kind of like existing in that world and like playing through it and in like taking on the role of that character i really didn't like but earlier that morning when i saw the cutscene of him with his airpods and then playing his music out loud i was like that's funny so if nothing else it's good for the memes i'm not gonna play it though (laughs) i hear you i hear you i understand i understand i know i know not every Soulsborne can be from software you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i understand um there are a lot of games on our rotation um let me throw this at you real quick because i'm very early in both of these sable i started um that is the pastel yeah no i I started on xbox so that is the pastel open world very vibey wasteland sort of game uh, I'm only about like an hour in so far. World is interesting. It's very minimal in a lot of its story direction, lots of other things. It reminds me of Breath of the Wild in some ways, but there is a slight bit of jank to it. And maybe it's just because I'm early and I'm trying to navigate the world at a pace that the game doesn't want me to go. But when you introduce a stamina meter for climbing anywhere, when you introduce uh, waypoints that are pretty much things you put on your own, 
it makes me think, okay, I, I should be exploring the way I want to, not the way the game wants me to. And I haven't put in enough time of it in it so far to like fully see if this is just a tutorial thing or if this is the starting area problem. But I will say artistically, uh, the soundscape of all of it, all really great. I haven't seen any combat yet, so I don't know if there is combat in the game, but it seems like a game, seems like a vibe game, seems like a game focused on exploration. I just haven't cracked into the exploration part yet, but it's not too long, so I'm assuming once it does open up more, I'll probably just blitz it to the end, because I'm interested in the world. There's some interesting, like, wastelandy stuff going on with crashed spaceships but we're living in like this village that is built off of what looks like a lot of scrap and out in the wasteland there's crashed spaceships with audio logs of things that went down it, it seems very very interesting and i don't know what type of not genre but i don't know like what type of story they're trying to tell yet and i i think that's an interesting mystery so far mm, mm, i see so. i see i see i see so do you do you think it's um well i mean you're like super early like you said so you probably can't even like answer this question but like um do we do you think like it should be uh one of the indies that we look out for this year right like uh you know chicory is one of them i'd say mm-hmm. Uh, death's door you know what i'm saying like would you kind of put it in that tier or you're just not sure yet right now because you're sure you know because you're so early in it i can say that i think it makes a good pretty strong first impression um mm-hmm. honestly a lot of the direction it's taking with its world and atmosphere is i think something you'd probably appreciate a lot just based off of the games that i know you enjoy and from other critical reviews of the game I've read and heard so far, people seem to either really, really, really love this game or think it's solid but like still good. So I, I could see it hanging around for sure. Um, and that mystery that is going on in the background in terms of just like what my goal is, because you play as this young girl who is about to leave her village on some like coming of age sort of adventure exploring out in the world you have to like get a bike a hover bike to travel it seems like it could tell a really compelling story with this mystery of a world in the backdrop that isn't related to the main story but is something that i enjoy searching for because that's where my focus was in the starting area for sure it was like oh these crash ships and these diaries of former space explorers like what's going on here so I think it's pretty cool. I think it has potential, and I will definitely be playing more of it. So. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, Good to hear. The other thing I started that is a 2021 game is Scarlet Nexus, because that is a Game Pass. It was a game that I was interested in, because I remember last year, we, we talked about Scarlet Nexus at one point, and it, I think we both talked about it, of like, oh, it's that anime game, but like, for some reason it stuck with us on the reveal right like it just had a very interesting look to it um that one i'm a bit more into i'll say combat feels great i'm playing as the dude so i have like psychokinesis powers i can move things in my mind in combat very great to chain that really really love how it feels 
and the world is very very cool like i i know you messed with the demo right yeah yeah i uh played the demo um mm-hmm. and like i liked it i didn't love it didn't didn't really grab me super hard but uh i i like liked a lot of things about it you know i just wasn't really down for the full red um but but yeah the colors very, very punchy colors oh yeah Definitely. so it, it's some of like my favorite kind of tropes in the anime that i enjoy where it's like this group of young people are part of this elite task force like it's a cyberpunky world you live in a city it's a city that's walled off from these they call them others they're like aliens that were a byproduct of something in the past and you're constantly at war with them and you're these youths in this military force that protects and goes out and destroys things like it's giving me major attack on titan my hero academia set up with the academy and the the drama and relationship between your party members their family lineage um and combat genuinely i think feels great the more you play the game the more it opens up uh, the psychic powers feel fantastic to flow in with normal combos and continue combos and it looks like it's just going to keep building off of that and uh the the dynamic between the main party so far i'm really really digging so this is one i'll absolutely see through to the end you love to see it you love to see it you love to see it and this is on game pass right yeah i got add the game pass it is yeah and i this is one that i could say like if you're on playstation and you're looking for a good action game this is worth that price i think polish wise so far feels great very tight and very interesting world like surprisingly interesting world for a bandai namco anime brawler sort of game and uh i get the styles off-putting for some people but it hasn't been leaning into like abrasive anime tropes for the first like six hours so far it's it's pretty tolerable i think for your average non-anime fan you know maybe you just want good combat this might be interesting right 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 so i hear you um let me hear would you rather talk about something you beat or something you started i'm gonna get the easy stuff out of the way just the ones that are quick right thumper plus all right Thumper heard a lot about it. I'm sure you've heard a lot about it. Uh, yes. Those that don't know, it is a uh, it's like a it's a it is a rhythm game, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like a rhythm action game if that's possible. Like, I, I did not realize that we could have that, but it it's it it has like an action feel to it. Like it's not combat necessarily. You're like you're like guiding this like beetle looking thing, I guess. This like mm-hmm. metal beetle on this track and you're having to make really quick twitchy movements um and you know you're you're going up and down and you're and you're stomping on things and going left and right whatever um but you're like matching it to this fat beat in the background uh punchy colors it looks like us it looks like a like a metal like like a metal type of look to it um like a very like uh something in the far flung you know years of our time like 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 something really out there uh yeah i really like it man i really 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 like it i'm not sure how it differs from like the console version um it's called thumper plus uh it got added to apple arcade this week um 
and uh, I saw it actually while I was gonna I was gonna start the Battlefront game on Apple Arcade, but I saw this and I was like, wait, hold up. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of good things about this, and uh, I'm really digging it, man. It's it's like it's it's really tough, man. It's not easy, bro. It's really oh, not yeah. easy. It, uh, yeah, like yeah, it's 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 real tough. But once you like get it down, and once you're like going with the flow, and you're going with the beat, it's really really fun. I've been really loving it. Yeah, really, I, really really loving it. Yeah, I have played Thumper actually because it's one of the first games I played on my PSVR after I did Tetris Effect because. Mm. Tetris Effect also uses its music to, like, get you into a flow state, kind of like how Thumper does. Mm-hmm. I I think a good comparison is Thumper feels like Guitar Hero, but Wipeout, if that makes sense. Yes. Thank, yes. Like, I, yeah, that's what I kept thinking about. I was, I was, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's literally, yeah, it's Wipeout and Guitar Hero. And I loved both those games growing up, so... Mm-hmm. I'm really thinking this. I think there's nine levels as a whole, and there's like we'll say like on average like twenty like mini subsections within the given level, mm-hmm. and like two bosses, like one one like midpoint boss and one endpoint boss. But all the little sections like flow together, so like there's not really like a lot of stopping in the game. But there's like a lot of pauses as mm-hmm. it loads like the second stage, I think, or not stage, but like the the next portion of the 20 portions of a given level right sure so i'm on like level three i think um but uh it's real fun man it's real fun and like i'm and i'm really liking that because like there's it's not like an easy cakewalk like i'm there's there's definitely levels where i'm like shit like i gotta just nail this part where you gotta you know stomp down Mm -hmm. and then go left and then go right and then like i was finding myself like trying to look more at the game but it's really like you really just got to feel the beat out. Like, the beat is going to get you through that, you know? Those, like, really quick instances where you got to make a really quick, uh, you know, uh, uh, like, turn or whatever. Right. It's all it's all dependent just on the beat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's great. It's yeah. great. I really like it. I really like it. Very good. Big fan. Big fan. Um, so there's two other games I know that I assume you're going to talk about next. Uh, one is Final Thoughts because you beat Kana. Yes, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do one before that. Okay. Let's just uh point the jet the far shore. Sure. Uh I was I uh played that. My full review is up on the channel. Definitely go check out that. Uh really happy with it actually. You know, it's 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 it like rivals my other favorite review I ever did, which was uh uh Dead Cells, you know. Um mm-hmm. but uh Jet the Far Shore. You know what I'm saying? I I like the review I did, but I did not love this game. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, and yeah. For those that don't know, Jet the Far Shore was featured in multiple PS5 events since the initial debut, and it was that like monochromatic space exploration game. It was yep. very strange to like grasp what it was until pretty recently, but um, visually, it definitely. You see that another at another PlayStation event, and you're like, oh yeah, it's that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. It was it's it's one of the like first key indies I feel like to the console, um, similar to like Stray, which has not been released yet, and um, uh, Bug Snacks in that type of region sure. as well. 
But uh, yeah, man, this game is weird, man. Uh, this like I, I liked some aspects of it, and like if you want my like full in depth thoughts, go hit, up, hit go and hit up that review. But overall, like there are things to like about this game, right? But I just think it does just just like a lot of things wrong with it, and there's just a lot of errors that cannot be patched out that are just cooked into the game design, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 biggest one, and I think the one that has the most effect, which I go into a lot about in the review, is that this game has no English VO. Uh, I was unaware that they made up an entire language because it sounds like just like gibberish. Oh, like it sounds like what they're saying is. So it sounds like what what they're saying is gibberish, but it actually it 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 has came out that uh they actually made a whole language that they're actually talking. So like there's a way to discern it, I guess, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know who's going to do the legwork to learn a language for a mm-hmm. game, right? But the problem is that there there will be conversations with the different scouts that you're with during gameplay and they'll be talking while you're playing the game and since there's no english vo you either kind of gotta pick like to keep playing the game or read the subtitles and i think that this connection was just a big i don't know why that was made bro like i don't know why that why that choice was made that's that's very interesting because i in scarlet nexus i started playing the game in japanese and mm-hmm. it's it's an action game, right? And so combat is very, very frantic, and you got to be on top of it. But because you have a party, and because you're, like, running ops for this force, you'll get radio calls a lot as you're fighting, and they pop up on the side of the screen, and it's like, I can't keep doing this. Like, one of my friends who already messed with Scarlet Nexus a bit is very used to reading stuff like that mid-combat, but I was like, yeah, that's too much for me to keep going back and forth between i need to be good at the game so i'm switching it to english so i don't have to read the captions yeah yeah and like there's no there's no way to do that here in a, yeah the far shore mm-hmm. there's 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 no out you know uh and it's not like and it's not an action game but as you're piloting you know you're able to use the environment to prolong your flight and your speed Right, so you got to pick up mist to cool down your engines. That way, you, you don't overheat and stuff like that. And uh, there's times where you're having to like you know uh, track a certain object in the world and everything. And like, just there's plenty to do while in gameplay that will distract you from the dialogue. You know, so yeah. And and I don't love the character models. Like there's there's a lot, but like there are some hints of goodness in jet like i do think a lot of the environments are really pretty from like a colorful standpoint um i think what you get from the story is pretty intriguing it's like well what did that actually mean like 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 what did that actually represent i think there are some cool stuff in there but i just don't know if it's worth the 30 dollars you know to like really go out and get it like i don't think with a clear conscience like i could ever recommend it but i think yeah. you can find enjoyment in the game but uh so but yeah man can, just what genre is it is it like survival is it <laughs> that's it's a great it's a great question <laughs> um think like uh hmm kind of like no man's sky right 
okay. kind of like that, but kind of not. It's more of like a explorative um, uh, thing where, uh, yeah, you know what? I think I think we'll just go with No Man's Sky. Like I think I think that's the best genre we can put it to. I don't so know how like you want to exploration say that, survival. Exploration. Exploration. I guess a little bit of survival, but. Okay. Nothing's really out to get you necessarily. Not well, the all environment the time. can kill you, you know. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, harsh, yeah. harsh weather and stuff. So yeah, we'll say explorative survival. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Definitely, <laughs> a lot of games like definitely. That. I just so. just don't necessarily recommend that one. You know, okay. what I'm saying shout out to it, shout out to it. You know. Um, would you recommend? Kena, because last time we talked about Kena, I think you were in the first couple hours, and you seemed mostly positive on it. Yep. Um Just seemed like it was a solid game. Has that changed at all? Are you higher on Kena? Are you... Where would you settle on it? I'm not saying put a number on it, Kevin, but if you want to put a number right. on it, go for it. I think I'm a little bit higher. Like, I I, I really enjoy Kena, you know? It's, 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 it's a neat game. Um... I really enjoyed it. I I think that like um you know it it does still feel like a smaller game, but I honestly feel like they could have gotten away with making it full price. Like I really don't think that people would have like felt like they were missing out on something or just had like an appetizer sampler, right? Like I think I think it's a it's a quality experience, I think overall. Um there are some things that like in the game, you like definitely see where Ember Labs' strengths are and their weaknesses are. Um, the combat isn't the most like in-depth thing in the world. Uh, like I think I was saying when we first talked about it, like the the uh, comparison to the game feeling like a PS2 game. I think early on I saw it a lot in its uh, in its environments and like in its way that it leads you to certain areas. I think felt very much like a PS2 platformer. But um, I think by the end of the game, I think you can also lump in combat with that, where uh, it's definitely not the most in-depth combat system at all. Um, you don't have, like, a ton of different movesets and different, like, abilities that you can do. But what you have does the trick, and it does the trick in a in a, in a a way that definitely is good, I feel like. Um, if this game were to be, like, 30 hours long, not sure how that would hold up gameplay-wise, right? Mm-hmm. But um, it's not 30 hours. So, uh, so I think it's, I think it's good. You know, um, it's, it's cutscenes literally look like a movie. So that is to be expected there in their, uh, and, uh, animation studio. So there is that, but, um, definitely like there's, there are some like flaws in gameplay that like, I think a lot of people are seeing with this game where the pairing, I think they've patched it like three times. The pairing still is not good. Still isn't where, and it, it's weird. It like, it's like, I've. I've never seen so many people like agree with like yeah this one game's pairing is wrong, but like <laughs> I just feel like it's never been like this unanimous. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like it's just a, it's just a weird parry system, you know. Um, so that has never felt right. I think like there are some moves where like there's uh, an attack from above that you can do when you when you like double jump and you hold down square to do like a no not not square like um r2 to do like a jump attack um i think the range on that is really limited and it's not like it it looks like it should extend further than it actually does if Mm -hmm. that makes sense i think there's there's stuff like that um 
there's some things where like I feel like your your like hitbox is 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 a little bit um not too refined where like I think enemies can grab you when it seems like you would have been out of the range of that attack. I think that happens a lot in the game. So like it's little things like that that I think like from a gameplay perspective, you know, they're at heart and animation studio. So I think like those those little things just come with that. But um I still really really in in enjoyed the game. I think it's a re- I think it's a great first game from a dev. I think it's a great first game for sure. Like definitely can't wait to see what they do next. And um yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. I really I really I really 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 did enjoy. It. I I recommend it for sure. Okay. Definitely. Like I think I think um am I going to sit here and say it's like a hmm, it's like a must play? I don't know if it's like a required play for this year, right? But I think it's something that like I think you would be missing out if you didn't at least go and check out this game. You know what I'm saying? And for 40 bucks, it's easy to recommend at that price as well. Um, my code was provided by Ember Lab. I should have said that at the top. Sorry about that. Um, code provided by Ember Lab. Shout out to Ember Lab. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I, I would have felt nothing different if I paid for it. You know, I would have been sure. just as just as happy with it, for sure. Nice. For sure. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a game that I respect from the outside of like seeing this studio take a stab at making a game after a history of just animation, right? Um, and it, it beautiful looking game, right? Like the cutscenes I've seen look amazing. It's great. The, yeah. On PS Five, it looks awesome. But. I, I can't lie. When I heard a lot of the talk about the combat, that really bummed me out. Cause I don't know. Yeah, I, like, I think on the initial reveal, I was like, oh, I want to explore this world. I want to be like fighting these whatever monsters they have in store, just like in a really tense combat scenarios. And then when I heard more people talk about the combat and like it feels a little off and it feels PS2-ish, like that, I can deal with that. But like when there's so many other great things that i'm already not playing it's like eh, i'm good you know yeah 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 like it it's it's definitely not bad combat but i think you you like get the point like like it's not yeah. mm-hmm. exceptional combat but um i think definitely if you ever get around to it i think you would you would really really enjoy this game for sure mm-hmm. for sure definitely definitely well i know there's a game that Okay, there's only two things left on our our dock, I believe, for what we're playing. We got the Halo test flights, and we got Life is Strange. Indeed, indeed. Would you like to hear about my experience with Halo before? Because did you beat Life is Strange? No. So I think okay. I think yeah. Let's 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 go with the Halo talk for a little bit, and then okay. I'll give my thoughts on Life is Strange. So Halo Infinite has had I th- either no, it's had two test flight weekends since that initial one that was invite only i Mm. was able to get in on the initial the second test flight that happened in the middle of september and i was able to play on the 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 one this previous weekend which was big team battle which is the 16 player i think it's 16 v 16 um big vehicle big map vehicles the classic like super high stakes halo chaos multiplayer mode so first weekend i put way more time into because i was playing with 
Mike Connors of Jedi Knights and Omar Nakvi, who you see on the channel from time to time. It was just some of the most fun multiplayer, like standard genuine multiplayer fun that I've had in a game in a very, very long time. Um, as someone who grew up playing local multiplayer Halo, like PvP, it reminded me of what I loved about that in just it just felt fun to do things in the game, like the objectives and the whole competition of capture the flag or command post or slayer, which is just TDM. All that's fun, but just like moving around as this giant space super soldier feels fantastic. So I, I think they nailed the feel. It feels amazing to play. Um, the hardcore Halo people, I'm including Mike Connors in this because Mike has been playing Halo forever. Uh, he was loving it. He said that it was like his favorite feeling Halo since 3. And that's not a sentiment I've only heard from him. But from a person who's only recently dove in on Halo, um, having played the trilogy over the summer, yeah, I thought it felt great. And it was very, very fun. The multiplayer modes, they're like standard multiplayer modes, but the maps... So far, I played on three different maps. There was one that was like a plaza. There was an outdoor facility. And then there was one that was like a interior mechanical warehouse. The warehouse one was for sure my favorite because it had a lot of verticality to it. And something that Halo Infinite has been doing very, very well is verticality. Because in Halo, you've always been able to be like jump high and do stuff like that. But they added a grappling hook to this game. And Kevin, let me tell you, it gives the Titanfall grappling hook a run for its money. It is quite oh, good. Because oh, not only can you use it to just like scale the environment, um, I saw some insane plays with it for big team battle. Um, like you can use it to latch onto an enemy, sort of do like a web zip Spider-Man sort of thing to fling yourself to them. You can melee out of that, or you can cancel it halfway through and just start lighting them up with the assault rifle. Uh, some I've seen people like kill an enemy they'll drop a special weapon like a sniper or a gravity hammer and then they'll use the grappling hook to latch onto the thing and then pull it to them and then they equip the weapon this past weekend I saw I know Andy Cortez tweeted this out I'm sure you saw this but there was in big team battle wait did you say Anthony Andy Cortez I thought you said Anthony. I'm like, wait. No, nah, I might have, I might have just said too quick. Um, I'm like, Anthony Cortez. <laughs> Andy Cortez no, tweeted this out. Candy Andy. Candy Andy. He was playing Big Team Battle, and he was like, oh, let me try and uh, grapple onto the Banshee, which is like the, the flying ship on the map. And he, he grappled onto it. He got on, and then he killed the, the pilot and took control of the Banshee. So, like, that is that classic Halo Chaos that I loved growing up and I can't speak to four and five. I wasn't paying attention to those multiplayer modes, but here it just feels awesome and it's tons and tons of fun. So across the board, I feel like multiplayer wise, they nailed it. They got a hit on their hands. It's going to be free to play and I'm going to play a lot of this game when it comes out uh, with all my buds who are, uh, are also loving it so do you have questions about it because i know you haven't had a chance to play it at all um yeah um not i mean not, not 
Mm, I don't think I have any questions really. Um, I'm not going to lie here. You know what I'm saying? As of course, you know the uh, the uh, you know Sony pony, if you will. You know, I perhaps maybe felt a little bit about the. Uh, I, I I maybe felt a little bit like that Squidward meme. You know, when SpongeBob and Patrick are outside and I'm in my. <laughs> mm-hmm. on top floor just looking out the window um but uh, hey you know what i i come back to split gate you know what i'm saying i'm still i'm still really 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 enjoying that you know um but uh but yeah no like definitely i've always um you know not not, not always like it was around when like halo 5 came out where like a lot of the community from cod that i followed a lot uh jumped on the halo for we'll say like a year there mm-hmm. or so and um, I watched a lot of Halo 5 gameplay there, and, like, that looked fun, and I enjoyed, like, visually watching that gameplay, um, and I enjoy watching Infinite gameplay as well and everything, so I know there's a there's a, there's a a reality of me out there that is super into Halo, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, I feel like I would definitely have loved Halo growing up, uh, but, yeah, hey, I just, I'm just, you know, happy that amongst all the um, negative, like, Infinite, Infinite, the negative Halo talk around this game's development that uh we have a a bright shining point here with the mm. with the uh multiplayer so yeah and yeah man other things i'll throw out there performance wise was pretty flawless i had a couple like menu bugs when i was in loading screens in the party but that you know that's just beta problems um and it wasn't even bad it was just like i got a, a couple flickers when someone was joining um I think customization's great. It's simple, straightforward. The battle pass functions really well. Sound design, all the weapons sound amazing. The menu interaction interface just sounds great. The the power shield when you're actually in the map, all of it sounds amazing. I think it looks really good. And um, I'll say this too, it does give me confidence in how the campaign will shake out because the the way it plays it's gonna feel the same way on the sticks in the campaign so as long as they're able to just make some cool set pieces i i'll be really happy with it because going through the trilogy i think my biggest surprise was that the story and campaign in halo is not like serious like they're they're sci-fi action movies from like the 90s early 2000s like that's the vibe they go for they have amazing set pieces amazing music so I don't I don't think that's going to be that hard to recapture especially if they've gotten the vibe and multiplayer feeling right so far. So I'm excited for the whole package. Um I think I'll be worried if they do go super serious with it because none of the Halo games I've played and have enjoyed were serious in the slightest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, like not that my opinion really matters. I've literally never played a Halo game, so everything i'm about to say is off of like what i've heard from other hardcore halo fans but like as far as far as at least what i've heard maybe they're super critical you know maybe cut from a different cloth i don't know but um from them they have the perspective of like 343 has not yet delivered on a on a campaign yet Mm -hmm. you know uh from halo 4 and especially halo 5 in terms of the campaign itself specifically so um we'll we'll see how that goes you know what i'm saying like i i don't like i've heard a lot of caution going sure, into yeah. the the infinite story and it's doubled that da- and it, and it's even doubled down 
that we have not seen campaign gameplay yet mm-hmm. since last summer and yeah. all that and they're emphasizing the the multiplayer and it, and like there are just people that are cautious in that vein of like it seems like they're just putting their best foot forward which is not a bad thing right. but they're but 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 they're not necessarily addressing the core cause of the delay from a year ago yeah right? um yeah. and like that that could be telling some different things but that's to be the that's of course to be determined mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so we'll and see. We'll see. at least from the conversations i've had like i know jack really enjoys halo 4 and so does mike and i know like five universally nobody really enjoys that campaign so yeah i from at least a gameplay perspective like the game genuinely feels fantastic so chief controls the same way so i'm not worried about how it's going to play for me the main question is just like what kind of set pieces are we doing and what's the roller coaster ride going to be you know i don't care right i don't need it to be this compelling narrative because it's never been that so the fact that they got joseph staten in also and he like is coming in to make the campaign better i i imagine we had a conversation like this before like i bet they took the bones and when he came in it was like okay we're taking out all the narrative stuff <laughs> we're making what we have we're building some set pieces out of it and i bet that's probably why we haven't seen it yet so i understand the hesitation but right now i'm feeling good about it i'm excited so they've given yeah. me no reason to doubt it so far sounds good you'd um, love to see it so let me hear about life is strange this is another dear franchise for you and indeed they're hitting you with a new character, new location, new soundtrack, new powers. How far in are you? How you feeling? Honestly, Christian, you could have just stopped with it's hidden because it's fucking hidden. Let me tell you something. Like, life is strange. True colors. All right. Um, I kind of with it. Like, yes, I have a positive background with Life is Strange. I've liked all of them. I think two's release was definitely its biggest detriment. Um, overall, like, I just don't think it provided like a very um uh memorable gaming experience if you played it chapter if you played it chapter to chapter on release it took like over a year and a half to get out fully you know what i'm saying as opposed to live strange one where i binged all of that on ps plus i believe um so i was already very happy with the move of like hey we're gonna give you all five chapters on launch right like like this is it and this is something that hey you can play a chapter a night over the course of a few days a few weeks and have that all be cohesive right but then they but then they even take it a step further right like like, like they they even double down and like you're in this small town as alex you're you're in this small town vibe it's called haven um you're getting to know these characters i'm not gonna spoil anything because i do not want y'all to like miss out on this experience if you like life is strange this is so far christian this is nearing like my favorite one like this is nearing like it i can see it surpassing life is strange one you know what i'm saying um i think life is strange one is gonna always be special because it has that very very good twist that you don't see at all coming right and i think that you know, that set the precedent for what Life is Strange is, where, like, you know, even when you go into Life is Strange 2, where, like, even, like, this game, it's, like, I'm a little bit suspect of everyone just because of that first game and right. that twist. 
So it's going to be hard to ever, like, I think, do that again. But um, I'm just loving this game, man. I'm just loving this premise. I I wasn't sure if I was even going to, like, really like it that much. But I, they've they've proven that wrong. You know, I'm, I'm really enjoying the premise here. Alex is great. Steph is great. Ryan's great, you know. And, um, and even the, like, visual enhancements to this game, right? Like, we don't really talk about, like, the progression of like live is strange from like a games standpoint and what they're able to do like technically speaking but this game's facial animations are some of the best i've ever seen in gaming period and it's weird because we've had games that go for ultra realism and look insanely good right but like i've never seen facial animations where i can see a person and the camera can hold on this person's facial expressions and you can see their train of thought and the way they change their demeanor after letting something stew in their mind mentally and you see that in the span of like five seconds with just some animations like it is incredible facial like and i mean that sincerely like like it is i was i'm i'm blown away at how real they were able to make that look like it, it i'm telling you like it is really 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 good um so i and that's been able to just add a lot more depth to the story as opposed to just like having dialogue serve everything like they're they're i think they're really able to show more than just tell with this game specifically due to the enhancements that due to the enhancements that, that due to the enhancements that they've made to the engine um game's beautiful right uh the town of haven's beautiful you know what i'm saying uh and i think i want to end off because like that's 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 pretty much what that's pretty much where we're at i'm i've only done three chapters so far i have chapters four or five and then the wavelengths which is um uh steph's individual chapter that was i think was was i think supposed to come out when the game came out but they pushed it like a month it came out this week um, along with a patch as well that adds 60 frames and ray tracing and ray tracing to the game as well. So I'll be able to delve into that tonight. Um, but what I, but what I want to end off with is that Christian, as you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really into the uh, the whole, uh, you know, D&D high fantasy goblins type of thing, right? As you know, right? mm-hmm. not, not really my jam. In this game, they – so, okay, I'm going to spoil one thing that's not that big of a spoiler – it's just something that you do in the game. Sure. It's 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 talked about all the way from the beginning of the game. Like, hey, there's a LARP coming up, right? Like, like we're we're as a town going to be doing a LARP, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I hope I don't have to play it. Like, 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 how is that going to look, right? Like, my my like impression of a LARP uh, has only been like you know people dressed up in fields doing their thing, right? And like that mm-hmm. just doesn't look that enticing to me ever right but when you actually get to it it is a fucking treat dude i had a lot of fun with it man like like i was it was great and then they doubled down christian and i and i spoiled this on twitter i'm sorry it's up on the twitter at psource vids um they full-on like make a boss battle that is essentially like a jrpg like final fantasy style and it was epic dude it was it was incredible man so that alone like they're like how they made a larp so fun to do in this town blew me away man so so far they're they're fucking three for three in the chapters so far you know what i'm saying um 
So yeah, th this one I think if you've liked previous Life of Strangers, I think this is definitely a must play for sure. Um, I'd say and go as far as even if if you're if if you like those narrative based games, right? You're like Detroit Become Humans, your Telltale's, you know, you're gonna love this. I think this is an absolute must play. So fantastic, man! I'm I really have enjoying it. one very brief question as somebody who really loves Life is Strange one and Absolutely. never Absolutely. played any of the others. Right. Um, do you enjoy the power in this game more than the power in Life is Strange 2? And is it implemented in an interesting way? Because for me personally, with Life is Strange 1, the reason I love that game, like the vibes are great, obviously all that stuff, but the concept of like you have a narrative decision-based game and the mechanic that makes it interesting is that you get to rewind time and like make the other decision and see which way you want to do it is still, I think, the best from an outside perspective and hearing about how the power works, the best implementation of a power to give this narrative Detroit or Telltale style game a, like a good hook to it to make you care about it right. beyond just like, oh, is the story good, all that stuff. And as far as I know, Life is Strange 2 is just like telekinesis, right? Yeah, yeah. This one is moods and empath powers. Is that like implemented well or is that just like uh because you see what i'm saying about like life is strange too the yes. power is just kind of like oh cool you have a superpower it's not like integral to the like literally anything the way life is strange one does it i i could see this one getting closer to that maybe but how do you yes. feel yeah you are correct in that like it's closer to like life is strange one mm -hmm. and like the effects of what you're able to allow happen in the game using your ability right so like long story short alex chen she's an empath um she's able to you know feel and not and like i thought it was just feel what other people were feeling and like just knowing what emotion they're having it goes a little bit further than that like like it's more like you also understand why they are feeling that way and like you understand and you get to like hear their thoughts on something and what is making them feel that way right and it's also um, tied with an aura that you see visually mm -hmm. on a um, uh, person's outline, right? And um, I think it's I think it's closer to Live of Strange One. I'm really liking it. Um, I feel like this is like mm, I think I've talked about it here on on Gamescast, and like I don't want to sound like super like pretentious or whatever, but like I feel like it's the one ability that I think I relate to the most, mm -hmm. and like. I feel like I, I like, I, I just feel close to this ability, right? Sure. And which is obvious because, like, none of us can rewind time. None of us can move shit. So maybe that's just, like, a basic human thing that, like, yeah, empathy is not, like, the most, you know, uh, uh, obscure ability to have, right? Right. But um, I think it works well in this game. I, I, I really like it. It's, it's, it's mainly just used... I feel like to add context to to certain things and like when you're trying to get information out of someone, you can use those emotions and like use what you learned through reading them to take them down different narrative paths in a conversation that will get you to where you need to go. So right. So that's really the main reason and I think like mechanic for it. Okay, so yeah, like to to me, tell me if this sounds accurate, the point sounds like it gives you a bit more info of how to approach a scenario 
going into it instead of just like exploring an entire dialogue tree to figure out what that character is feeling the way you would in a different game like yeah it's like a shortcut yeah, like, to being like okay how should i handle this person is that basically what it is exactly yeah okay. yeah like it's 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 less like oh uh we're just gonna try this and just see how it goes okay. it's more like okay like i see so so she's angry about this maybe um if i get her more angry she's able to you know tell me something or you know something will come out that i'm looking for right it's 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 more of like that like it's a little bit more methodical in that way right. um which i think for me i think i think I don't think it's crazy, like, if you play True Colors and end up liking the first game more. I think they're, like, in terms of that ability itself, like, I think that they're different enough where I think you can discern those two different things and like one over the other. Um, I think I like the True Colors one more, though. I think I really do. Like, like, it, it, like, feels, like, I feel smarter when I am Alex reading someone's aura and like trying to figure out how I'm gonna approach this conversation, as opposed to just just kind of like trial and error or just like seeing how the other side of you know could have gone mm-hmm. with Life is Strange one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but, um, personally, that's why I love Life is Strange one so much is because like yeah, Max yeah. is kind of just a, a dumbass that's in this situation and like exactly doesn't understand the repercussions and like the way that ties into how like choice-based games work always how like oh your decision like this person will remember that that was like the meme and then life is strange is like okay well now you can fudge your way around it but because you're fudging it you're gonna have consequences and they still hate like i think it's a very interesting way to deconstruct the genre and i feel like it was lightning in a bottle kind of and everything since then still seems neat and cool but that's why I've been hesitant to dive in because I feel like it'd be very hard to do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely, I I've, and I want to play. I want to replay the first game. I'm just waiting for the remake to not remake the uh, the remastered remastered. Yeah, coming out next year now. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe like I feel different if I go back to Life of Strange One and like see how it is done with more fresher eyes. But uh, but I'm I'm really liking the way True Colors does it. I nice. think it's. I think it's a really, really neat way. Last thing I'll say, yo, there's some there's some romance choices. Mm-hmm. I, I'm having a difficulty pick. I'm 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 having a difficulty picking which which one I want. And 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 like one chapter, I kind of said something to a character that, you know, was kind of leading me in that direction. But then I said something to another character. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm I I'm in a real tough predicament right now, Christian. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't figure it out. You know, it's 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 Steph or Ryan. I gotta really make a decision, or okay. maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't have to. Maybe I can flirt them both up, and you know, be that. But we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to hear how things go. Indeed. Oh my god. Also, code provided by Square Enix. Fucking code. <laughs> code. Code provided by Square. Shout out to Square Enix. Thank you for uh, providing that code. Um, but as the same way with Kana. If I were to pay for this game, and, and I was about to, I was I was definitely gonna buy this day one, so I would have enjoyed it the same way. But color provided by Square, very nice. Uh, well, Kevin, it's time for Bloodborne watch. Blah 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 blah. Listeners of the show, it has been 267 days since PlayStation Source Vids on Twitter tweeted, "Many things will come from the boys and I in 2021, but I'd like to announce a promise to you all: Bloodborne stream series is happening in 2021. Do not ask me again." 
this week. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I I a correlation with me being deathly sick and almost dying was uh looking at Bloodborne on my PlayStation library. So right. there was that progress. You know, um, I'm not. I'm not Correlation means causation. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But those things happen close to each other. Well, uh, recently, because of Bloodborne Watch, what's new with From Software? Uh, We got a new screenshot of Elden Ring. Looking cool. Looking like we got some uh, interesting crossover of different eras of history and fiction with some some samurai armor, some medieval armor, all of that in the same game. Very interesting. Uh, Since last recording, I've also beaten Sekiro. I finished it finally great game very very good game uh final boss maybe one of the best designed final bosses i've ever experienced in my entire life very very good and to round it all out there's rumors going around that we heard blue point got acquired that also happened since the last time we talked kevin congratulations blue point you love to see it you love the, to see it the most yes. obvious announcement of the year uh blue point got acquired by playstation studios and they came out and said their next project is an original game since then there's also been rumors that blue point is doing a bloodborne game right now don't know the capacity of this but because they said their next project is an original game now there's rumors of Bloodborne. Sony owns that IP. There's been people saying they're making Bloodborne 2. Other people think it's just a remaster and they have two teams. But I I have feelings about this. Kevin, I know you would like a Bloodborne remaster. Because that's that's your caveat to this whole thing. You want 60 frames, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. What would you do if they didn't update it and instead they were doing a Bloodborne 2? But here's the thing. There's no way they're not. But the thing there's is... There's no way. There's no way the, they're not. There's no, no way. Because there is a way, Kevin. Because the... There's the, no way. The issue is the frame rate is tied to the motion in the game. So it's it would be very, very difficult to, like, go back into the code and then rewrite it. Because it's, it's tied to player movement and stuff. It's, like, a very weird thing. I think Fallout, one of the Fallouts did something similar, but... It's, it's not as easy as even some of the Dark Souls games that have been remastered because of just the method that From Software used for that game. So if they came out and they were like, we're not, do- we're not touching the original, but we're making a sequel or a full-blown remake, I wouldn't be surprised at that point because... There's no way. There's absolutely no way that happens. Hey, all I'm saying, there's been lesser reasons of problems why things haven't been remastered it sounds like it's a lot of work for this one game hey you know what i'm not saying it's an easy task blue points up to it they're gonna figure it out all right they're gonna figure it out because like if they're gonna put that much effort in and like they want to make their own game now here's the thing right if i was sony i'd be like listen Look, yes, okay. Is if is there's some bullshit with the frame rate tied to the animation? However hard that is to do, right? And also, this is coming from someone that that does no game development. Take that as you will, right? Regardless, if they're able to figure that out, that is going to sell like crazy, and that's a guaranteed sell like crazy. 
as opposed to having to try to make a sequel. And already we have the people saying, oh, from software is not involved. That can go horribly well, which is completely valid, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, that's... if it, like, that is a much tougher sell than just doing the hard work, however it's going to take, end game style, you know, like, yo, whatever it takes. That is guaranteed a lot, a lot of money. A I he- lot of money. I hear that, but I'm you know also saying? going off all the information we already have. Their next project no, yeah, is yeah, an original I game, you. you know? And yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Bloodborne remaster or remake is not original, you know? So the fact that it is, it's like genuine. I, I did a lot of reading over the last couple of weeks about it. It's like very, very tricky to go in. Like they'd have to do a lot of rewriting. And at that point, if they want to make an original game and that's their project, like I, I don't see that being something that happens, at least in the near future. I, I think if they are working on Bloodborne in some capacity right now, based off of all the info we have, I think it is a either a sequel or something in that universe. And I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, as a huge fan of Bloodborne, it does not sound like if there is a Bloodborne project they're working on, it doesn't sound like From is involved because they got a bunch of other stuff going on already. Sony owns the IP. They are well within their right to do anything with Bloodborne. I would be incredibly hesitant because Bluepoint, I think, is great, but this is completely different territory to stuff they've done in the past. I know they've worked on a Souls game already, but even amongst some of my friends that are like super hardcore Souls fans, like some of the changes that were made for Demon Souls didn't hit for some of the hardcore people. And it remains to be seen if they could handle that from a full-blown ground-up original title. Like at that point, I understand you want to slap the IP on it because it's known, but like just do an original gothic horror game. Like at just do that. Don't make it Bloodborne 2 because that can, brings an expectation, which I'm with you, would probably hurt the game, especially if it's just okay, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I hear you. It, it, so, so, wait, so, so, to, to just understand where you're at, you are still on the, you are still in the team of you don't believe that a remake or remaster is ever happening to Bloodborne again. No time soon. Yeah, I, I could yes see or no. for the within the next like year or th- like next couple of years. I don't think so. I could maybe see a full blown remake a while from now, but I don't think a remaster or easy patch work is going to be anything in the next two to three years. By twenty twenty four. I will have played Bloodborne in 60 frames, Christian. By Blue Point, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Dude, I don't think so because they're moving on. It's going to happen. That's the thing. You listen, and hey, hey, I I feel it in your tone. It, it, It reminds me of when you gave up on Sora, okay? If there's one thing that no one can tell me I'm not, right, is that I, wait, that, that I'm persistent as hell, okay? <laughs> I'm persistent, all right? I don't, I don't let the guard down, okay? So in the same vein that I put the, I, I stood with the Kingdom Hearts community and I was like, hey, guys, Sora's going to be in Smash, okay? It's, it's going to fucking happen. 
Blue Point is going to figure this out and they're going to give me 60 frames. But I it's, genuine it's question going, for you. Genuine it's question. going to happen. It's going to happen. I could fucking feel it. Genuine, you know genuine question. Go ahead. Go ahead. If they're so concerned right now with making original content, all these ideas they have, why? And Sony apparently is cool to green light whatever project their studio wants to make. Why would they do that if they desperately want to do something original and. It would take a lot of time, energy, resources, money, staff to figure out the Bloodborne thing that could be going towards their original idea. Hey man, bring bring in XDev, bring in bring in the other support satellite studios that Sony has access to. They have plenty of manpower to move around. You know what I'm saying? Like like like, the, the, I think it's going to happen. You know, like I I I just don't think I I just can't see a future where it just never gets touched. I mean, Bloodborne I don't think it'll like, never you, get touched, you, but Bloodborne like... gets... It's, it's semi-imminent. I'm going to say by 2024. I I want to be ballsy and say by the, end of, by the end of next year, but I don't think that's going to happen. But 20... I'll, I'll, I'll give them two full, full calendar years. You're never going to play this game. <laughs> you are never going to play Bloodborne. I am. In 60 frames. It's going... I can feel it. It's going to happen, bro. It's gonna happen. Kevin. Hey, who knows? You know what's gonna be hilarious if I play it in sixty and I still fucking hate it. <laughs> That's gonna be great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it'll be. Oh man, what what a time! But um, no, Christian, I'm gonna again. And and I don't know if you tried to come here and, and like sway me into playing it earlier. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't trying. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. This almost this planted even firmer grips in me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hold the line. Bloodborne 60 frames is gonna happen someday by Blue Point. I'm sticking the firm. I'm not touching that 30 frames crap until the 60 frames comes out. Remember when you qualified your empath statement with not wanting to sound pretentious? That you were fine then. This is the part. This is the part that sounds pretentious. Amen. I'm 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 doubling down, Christian. I'm 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 doubling down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, with that. also, hey, you know what? Hey, and hey, you know what? To to even give a little a little tug and pull. I'm I'm a little bit intrigued to, to check out Demon Souls now. I'm, 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 it genuinely, I'm, it's I'm, any I'm, of them. It's any I'm of them. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit intrigued to 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 check out. I mean, because that's hey, Kev, Kev, that's that's right there waiting for you, King. That's 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 right there, you know. So hey, if 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 you'll allow me to have a little appetizer before no, the meal, I, I you said want this to you like two so weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I said you just do saying? Demon I'm, Souls I'm, then. I said that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more intrigued to, to, to check that out. You know also, Demon Souls is easier as well, so that's probably a good hopping on point too. Um, Excuse me. It is. Me. It, it is. It's even easier than the original. But the thing that I wanted to bring, the reason I brought this up this week, is because if Bluepoint is working on an original Bloodborne game, uh, which is where my head's at based off of all the info um incredibly hesitant (laughs) like you have to prove me wrong and it's gonna be a long journey (laughs) like that's where i'm at right now because like yeah other no go ahead bloodborne the thing with bloodborne is like setting wise story wise combat to a lesser extent but like 
That world exists in such a unique space that other games try to go for, but none of them have ever nailed. Like, there's really not many gothic horror games, and there's plenty of them that get released all the time, but there's none that really stick the landing. And in my eyes, I credit that to Miyazaki, because that is his thing, it's his baby, and if he's not involved, which again, Elden Ring seems like their next franchise... I'd be I'd be very hesitant because I think Blue Point they, they 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 do what they do great, but hopping on as your first original project to be following up that that's like I don't want to be that person that's like mm, you're not going to get it right, but like I feel like that's a very real possibility. Yeah, I mean, I would I would hate for you to be that person, like be that like annoying person that's like oh it's unfathomable that a sequel to Bloodborne could ever be good if it's not involving these creators, but I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, that's not a completely sane argument to make as someone that loves it, right? Like, if, um, like, uh, uh, you know, if, if Uncharted were, were given to another dev, I'd probably have similar feelings about that, you yeah, know? Yeah, like... And, and, yeah, like, definitely, like, uh, that just transcends everything. That, I totally understand. Um, I'll like, say this, too. If they were doing Bloodborne... Sure, yeah, it's not sure. Bloodborne. If they were doing Metal Gear... Like, I wouldn't really have a problem if they were doing an original Metal Gear game. I, I really wouldn't care. It's like, if you're doing a Metal Gear Solid game, I genuinely think you can do a good one without Kojima. Because Metal Gear is all over the place. Like, Snake Eater, the tone of that, versus Revengeance, versus 2 and 4 even, are so wildly different that somebody could show up with a really good Metal Gear game and have it received well. It would still be a challenge, but I think what metal gear goes for is easier to achieve than what bloodborne goes for for a random new not random but a new team coming to the scene you know yeah yeah no and i just think that's almost like a natural statement just because like you know like you said like we've seen metal gear be a lot of different things yeah right and like cover a lot of different tones from game to game there's only been one bloodborne right you know so that in itself is just a challenge as a whole um but like I think to put a bow on it, but a bottom line, right? Um, I do think it's risky <laughs> if it is gonna be a if it is gonna be a Bloodborne two, and and they're gonna double down and 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 really do a sequel. Uh, I think that's a that that's a huge risk. Um, if I was higher up at Sony, I'd be like, hey, like I let's let's try and get from software involved to some degree at the minimum consulting, right, mm-hmm. to ease the fan base. But um, that's a very that's a that's a very heavy card to play, you know what I'm saying? Um, but with all that being said, if their next game, if it's maybe like something safer, like do you think like a Bloodborne prequel could be a little bit safer than a continuation no. of the story? Not no, sure. No, no, okay, no. that's okay. Okay, so yeah. All right, so yeah, so okay. If 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 nothing in the realm of possibility can be safer than a sequel, it's just hard difficulty across the whole board right bottom line if they are doing bloodborne they're not gonna not touch the first game before they put out whatever they do next with with bloodborne i just like i will put a thousand dollars like i would put everything on the line there's just no i just there's no tangible way that they would leave that money that easy money on the table i know it's a lot of work but I think that they have the resources to do it, you know. Like, like if it's just simply a technical problem, 
they would they they will be given all the time in the world, all the money in the world, all the assets in the world because it's fucking bloodborne. You know what I'm saying? Like people are gonna go crazy. So I think 100. percent I think that that's what I would have them do first is figure that out. You know, that's just easy money right there. So mm-hmm. and I, yeah and and yeah it's 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 I just think it's impossible if. I don't think we're in the timeline where Bloodborne 1 does not get touched before something new from Bloodborne comes out. That's just impossible to me. All right. Uh, I disagree, but we'll just wait and see. Um, we will see. Quick, 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 quick time capsule. We're recording this the week of the return of Metroid. Metroid Dread comes out October 8th. That is the day this episode posts. Uh, Kevin, you've expressed interest in getting to Metroid in the past. You like a good Metroidvania. You like a good mm. sci-fi vibe game. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, I do. Where are you at at the moment on Metroid Dread? Uh, I'm saying a lot of good things about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I'm still in the realm of, like, I would love to have context. Sure. And to play the other games in a in a easy facet. Um, I'm not even sure which. I think it's Fusion and, like, I think something else. Um, you know, so... Still kind of on the realm of that, but hey, like a lot of people are really enjoying it. It's nice to see that it's getting good scores, mm-hmm. that it's a good Metroid game overall. Um, so that that that's always great to see. That's always and like definitively, that's something that like I will get around to mm-hmm. at some point for sure. You know? Do you think um, that's a twenty twenty one game for you or other time? No, I mean, I, I just I just don't know if I really need to play the other games. I don't think you. But do. even if I. I really want to though. Like, no, I, I really I, want to have the context. You I know see what I'm that. Yeah. Like, I really want to have the yeah. Like, I want the full scope of what Samus is doing at this, like at this current time. Let, you know, I don't think it involves the Prime Trilogy. I think that's separate. Oh no, it right? does not at all. The, okay, actually, cool. So Prime Trilogy is in a different realm. The creator and director of the 2D Metroids uh, is not a fan of Metroid Prime because Prime is like a Western. It's a retro, like an American studio did that. Uh, like this creator from Japan is the one who created and has been doing the 2D Metroid. So like there is a division in terms of respect. So what? It's Super Metroid and then Fusion so and is that it? There's the original Metroid that was remade as Zero Mission, then there is Metroid 2, Super Metroid Fusion and then Dread. Metroid Oh shit, there's more than I thought. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. so wait. Metroid Zero Mission, Metroid 2, mm-hmm. Super Metroid is Metroid, the third one. Super Metroid and then Fusion? Fusion is the fourth one, yeah. And then Dread. Yes. As somebody who has played Zero Mission and Super Metroid, almost to completion for Super Metroid, um, Zero Mission is only five hours, so I might just bang that out b- between today and tomorrow. Um, because hearing the reviews get, did get me very excited again for Dread, because I thought it showed great at E3. Um, and I'm in the mood for that kind of uh, creepy sci-fi exploration Metroidvania. Um, I feel like the story in Metroid is almost non-existent. Um, there's probably in Zero Mission, maybe like 15 to 20 minutes worth of cutscenes. Super Metroid, I don't think there's any cutscenes. It's just like a little text at the beginning and whatever the ending is. And Zero Mission, I know has some lore with it, but again, that's a five hour game. So... I think you'd probably be fine just picking up Dread because from the people I've talked to that are hardcore, long-standing Metroid fans, it seems like 
the things that you'd be missing out on would be like callbacks to mechanics maybe or like subvert like if you're expecting an item to be in this specific type of room you go in oh it's not there that's weird i'm used to it being there like that type of thing um it, it seems like story-wise dread from the marketing at least seems to be the heaviest 2d metroid with a story and from what i hear there's also a previously on recap in the menus for the previous games so for dread like yeah in, in dread, dread in in dread okay. there is like a recap that of helps the other games that actually helps a lot actually that actually helps a lot okay so personally i think you would probably be fine and if it tickles your fancy you can go back and check out the other ones because uh i'm probably going to do that with metroid 2 because i've never touched 2 if i like dread i'll probably just go back to 2 at some point if it comes to pass that that like recap thing that you said that's in dread is really good mm-hmm. at catching me up you know that 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 may be a purchase in 2021 for cool. sure um because the next thing i'm playing on switch is uh diamond right. um the uh, diamond release but that's not till like november so yeah it's like okay. mid-november okay. so i'll ask around the streets and see if sure. that if that recap is really good mm-hmm. then we i'm i'll be more inclined to jump into dread yeah. So I wanna I wanna I wanna be in the conversation. You know what I'm saying? I will try to let you know if I pick it up this week. My girlfriend's visiting this weekend, so I probably won't have much game time, but um I will Yeah, definitely won't. No, yeah, <laughs> you definitely won't have much game time, you know what I'm saying? So. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Well, with that, Kevin, we have reached pots. Pots, 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 pots. pots. <laughs>